They say that Native Americans have a deep understanding of the nature of life, a deep respect for it. There are many myths and superstitions that go hand in hand with most Native American traditions and beliefs. The ability to see into the future or the past, the ability to walk around inside of dreams and understand animals, the beliefs of many different gods or spirits that are responsible for the creation of the universe and the creatures in it. Most of these myths are just that, myths, or so Jack Skywalker believed. He grew up on the reservation in Arizona, listening to his father and grandfather talk about tradition and Indian legends, watching the ceremonies that they would perform in honor of their way of life, but never really believing any of it, never letting their teachings take hold or sink in. His grandfather used to tell him that myths are legends, and sometimes myths are the truth. It was a matter of whether or not you believe in the myth that makes it the truth. Not everything is black and white. His grandfather was the medicine man, or doctor, on the reservation where Jack lived and grew up. It depended on whom you spoke to and what was wrong with you. He was a very respected and honored member of the Apache Nation. His grandfather had hoped when Jack was young that he would become a medicine man someday and carry on the tradition. He had hoped that Jack would take hold of his culture and embrace it as his father did when he was young, but that wasn't what Jack wanted. Inside Jack there was a voice calling him. He knew that someday he would do something great with his life, as do the young, but he didn't know what. Growing up on the reservation there was very little to do and a lot of trouble for a boy that's restless to get into. And that's how Jack spent most of his youth, getting into trouble. The scar on his arm was a reminder of that trouble and a wake-up call to get his act together. When Jack was 16, he decided to play a prank on a couple of his friends, Tommy Lightfoot and Gordon Willow. The plan was brilliant, or so he thought, to scare the daylights out of his friends and show them who the chief of pranks really was. He captured a rattlesnake and placed it in a burlap bag to bring along with him on an overnight camping trip he and his friends were going to have out in the desert. He told them that he was bringing it to perform a ritual and set it free. This they didn't trust, because they knew Jack. They grew up with Jack. When his friends were asleep, he was going to let the rattlesnake loose near their sleeping bags and wake them up. But the prank backfired when Jack didn't take into account that the rattlesnake hadn't eaten in a while and didn't appreciate being bounced around inside of that burlap bag. As soon as Jack opened the bag, that snake struck at him and got a good hold on his arm. The snake bit deep into Jack's arm, and he let out a scream so loud that it woke his friends up. Tommy could see Jack flailing around on the ground with the snake, and he rushed to Jack to help him. For crying out loud, Jack, hold still, Tommy said, trying to get Jack to stop rolling around on the ground and hold still long enough to get hold of the snake. Tommy, in desperation, finally grabbed the snake by the back of its head and yanked it off of Jack. With one quick jerk, he threw the snake over by a cactus 15 feet away. The snake quickly got its bearing and took off into the desert night as fast as it could. Gordon, get my anti-venom kit and my backpack. Hurry! Gordon raced to Tommy's backpack and fumbled through it in a frantic race to find the anti-venom kit at the bottom. He raced over to Tommy, almost tripping into the campfire that was still burning from supper. Here, quick! Give him the shot before the poison sets in. Jack, lay still. This is going to hurt a little bit, Tommy said, trying to get Jack to settle down. No kidding, 
like I'm not in enough pain as it is, Jack said, reeling from the pain of feeling his arm muscles tighten up. The venom was beginning to work its way through Jack's nervous system, and he could feel his heart racing. He was finding it difficult to breathe, because it felt like an anaconda had wrapped itself around him and was squeezing his chest. Gordon, hurry up and get back to the reservation and get some help. We need to get Jack to the hospital. Gordon took off.